Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. It is the Super Bowl edition of Believe in Betting here today, and we're uh, we're going to get into it. Look, uh, the line is sitting here. Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorites. It's switched between four-and-a-half to four. It's been down a little bit. It went all the way down to, uh, you know, about three-and-a-half in some spots. I think we're going to settle in pretty much at, you know, that about that four number is kind of where we're looking. And that's going to be the the... the place where we're living. I don't think it's going to get too high, too much lower than that. 48 and a half is kind of where it settled in pretty much across the board. I don't see that that's moving at all either. I'm going to be honest with you. Look, I think it's going to be a pretty close game. I'm not loving either side here. So what I want to talk about here today is, is I really want to get into the prop plays, right? And we will, we'll break down some of them in general, but I had Rashad Jennings on my weekend show with me. So I wanted you guys to listen to that. I think that me and Rashad really go through a lot of the prop plays that would be very interesting to people out there. So let's take a listen. Myself, Rashad Jennings talking about some props. Everybody loves prop plays. Everybody loves them for the Super Bowl. Prop plays are fun. They're exciting. Um, you can get crazy prop plays. We'll talk about some of this. You know, how many times will this guy say something? <laughs> the, the type of commercials. I've bet on the Bud Bowl. Yeah, I had a problem. Okay. I mean, look, you know, <laughs> we, could, we could go all the way there. And, and I've said this before, Rashad. I've said it on the air. Um, I have bet. Uh, I, I've never bet on, but I've done a lot of extension research on the lingerie bowl. Right? I made sure mm-hmm. I watched a lot of film <laughs> to see if I could find an angle to bet. But I never actually did. Right. So you can do all that fun stuff. But I want to look at some, some stuff that really does jump off the page here. Um, we're not going to talk about things like the team wearing white is 14 and three in the last 17 Super Bowls. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about that. Um, no. But we are going to talk about a couple of things. here. One of the, the ideas I, I want to throw out there is that if you look through these prop plays and the Super Gate, uh, Gate put out uh, 496 prop plays. Right. And then Caesars has different ones. MGM has different ones. The FanDuel Overall, you're talking about 700. If you go offshore, you might hit about 1,000 prop plays. If you search through them, you can find some really interesting kind of scenarios. Meaning this. Here's one that I uncovered. Okay? You, you can take the first turnover at plus 200 Stafford, plus 200 Joe Burrow. Right? But the first team to throw an interception, the Rams are even money, the Bengals are minus 130. So why would you take... The, the first interception being thrown at, you know, plus one, well, minus 130, when you could get plus 200 for Burrow, unless you believe a fumble is coming first. That's the kind of things that I sift through and I kind of find. Hmm. So that, and, and so that would put the premise that a fumble, you believe a fumble was coming before an interception. That's the only logic that you have. But, you know, you do find these things all the time where you go, oh, wait a minute, I could do that. You know, um, everyone goes on the longest touchdown, right, Rashad? Everybody loves, oh, the longest touchdown, right? The longest touchdown this year, you're going, oh, the longest touchdown is is 69 yards. Oh, that, that's a big, long touchdown, you know? Um, the longest touchdown drive is 79 and a half. They pay the same. Why wouldn't I just take the longest touchdown drive 
you know, for 10 more yards. This is called smart betting, right? I mean, you know, that's how we do it. We got to find the angles here. So I'm trying to give you guys the angles. That makes, to me, the longest touchdown drive makes more sense if it's going to pay the same amount of money. Yeah, because the odds of that happening are very high. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I do want to say heads, tails is becoming a big thing. Uh, again, I have told the story That's... before. I, I, I mean, it is crazy the amount of money that is spent on heads, tails. I sat down with a, a sports book director. We watched a, a playoff game one time, and we were kind of just joking around. And he said, you know, I said, what's the craziest bet, you know, you, you ever heard? He goes, ah, forget about crazy. He goes, the amount of money that comes in on heads, tails is astonishing. <laughs> it is astonishing. And this year, all the sports books are trying to compete with each other. So they're, they're not even really taking a VIG. They're like plus 100, plus 101. Uh, they're not even taking anything because they're just like, what are you guys doing? You're just throwing the money away. Why would you take heads, tails? It's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, heads, tails, I'm sure it, it's like roulette. The casino is black or red. Which one are you going to pick? And I'm sure I would love to see a statistics based upon knowing which referee is going to flip the coin and if they're right-handed or left-handed and what's their percentage per per uh, referee to get heads or tail. That'll be interesting to look at too. Now that now that I'm hearing this, you gave me a little uh, a little homework. All right, okay, I, I could I I'll dig it up. <laughs> I'll I'll check it out. You give me a little homework here. That, that's great. Um, how about this? This is one that I, I uncovered. I want to see how much credibility that this has, right? The opening kickoff is a touchback is minus 180. But no, that means it won't be a touchback is plus 145. Here's my premise with this. It's a heavier ball. There's commemorative writing on it, right? So maybe plus 145 is worth it. How? I, I never, look, I've never carried a ball, you know, all day long like you have. I've never been around it as much as you have. It's been you know, uh, 20 years since I've played in any competitive kind of fashion. How much different is the weight on a commemorative ball than it is? Is it enough that maybe I found an angle here? I mean, could it possibly? Um, And we're talking about getting a touchback. Yeah. On the opening kick. Uh, I would, I would, if, if yes, I would say it's going to be a touchback on opening kick. Okay. I, I would I would put it on that for several different reasons. The odds of touchbacks are high, um, and the odds of a because it's going to be indoors. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why it's minus one eighty. You know, I mean, I it probably should be. I'm just thinking, yeah, a little heavier ball. Um, here's one that I like. Okay, players with a passing attempt over two and a half, which means. Somebody besides Burrow, somebody besides Stafford, plus 140. Um, You look at this, both of the coaches, right? What do they do? They got to get a little creative. They sort of know each Mm -hmm. other. I I want you to find out, uh, ask Odell how his arm's feeling. Because Odell Beckham actually (laughs) has two big-time passes, right? I I know that he's he's got some big-time passes down there. Maybe they do a little reverse, a little flip-out action. I like the over there. I'll take it plus 140 and hope someone else throws a touchdown. Yeah, that's that's a tough one right there. I, I do know that with two weeks, you're definitely going to get a surprise play from Odell Beckham. And, 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 and not for nothing. I can't wait to see him get in the end zone because we want to see what he's going to do. But I, I, I like that bet. Maybe even Johnny Hecker. Hecker throws one, right? Why not? You know? yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care who gets it. I really, somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care who gets it. Just give me somebody, right? It gives you a little something uh, to, to shoot for. Um, let's talk about sacks. This is something I play almost every year. I love the over in the sacks, okay? I usually like it. It's usually sitting about three and a half or four. It's five this year, and five scares me away a little bit. 
But there's a way to get around that. And here's the way I found around it. This is what I'm talking about. You're able to kind of go through it. Um, sacks by the Bengals over one and a half and sacks by the Rams over three. I just made it a four and a half line. So I would rather take both of them and lay a little bit of juice, 140 with the Bengals and 110 with the Rams, then take the over five. Because if you're going over five, you need six sacks to win, right? If you're going Bengals and Rams, I just made it four and a half. I just bought myself a sack and a half, essentially, for laying a little bit of money. That's the way that I like to do these things. Yeah, I, I doubt I see six, six sacks um, in this game. It's a, a lot. lot. I mean, is it possible you do have Aaron Donald out there and Von Miller, and it depends on how the game gets out, if it gets out of hand, but I just, I don't, six sacks is a lot. Yeah, it, it is a lot, and and this goes with something else. Look, I think that the Bengals know, look, we got we got a weak offensive line. I, let's not kid ourselves, right? We have a weak offensive line. I think that the Bengals know they're coming after us, right? They have a great pass rush. I think the Bengals are smart enough to know this. That's why I also like this one. Longest quarterback rush, nine yards over. I like the over. I think Burrow is going to be rolling out. I think they're going to tell Burrow, listen, beat them with your legs so they can't over-pursue. And to me, if you like a lot of pass rushing and you're understanding, look, Rams are going to live in the backfield. Give me, I don't think Stafford's going to do it, but give me Joe Burrow to rush for over nine yards. I, I, I think so. I think you get that there. I think we uh, I think we agree on the bet, but different routes how to get there. I think Matthew Stafford is going to break one um, over I'll nine. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I take that bet 100%. You know, here's another one where where we play with it. We play with it a little bit, Rashad, right? And you can take a Rams rushing touchdown. You could take Cam Akers, right, minus 150. You could take Sony Michelle, who I think might have a, a pretty decent game, at plus 325 to score a touchdown. Or do what I like, Rams to score a rushing touchdown. Yes, is pl- uh, minus one, uh, 210. So you're paying about $100 more, okay? But you have both running backs. You have Stafford. You now have opened up the field. Everybody goes after the singular player. Uh, but you don't want to be on Cam Akers and watch Sonny Michelle run in, or you don't want to be on Michelle and watch Cam Akers run in. It won't matter. I'll take the Rams at a little bit more than 2-1 to one to have a rushing touchdown. Love it. I'm with you. I like, I like how you're rolling. Let's keep this thing going. Yeah, you know, I, I like to find these these kind of random angles. You know what I mean? Like, you can beat the book if you do it the right way. How mm-hmm. about this? What will happen first? A touchdown, minus 125, or a sack, plus 105? A touchdown or a sack, which one to happen first? Ooh, um, I'm going to go with a, uh, I'm going to go, ooh. Man, that's a tough one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to imagine if both teams get the ball. Either way. I think I think you're you're more likely to get a sack first. Yeah, and you're getting plus money with a sack. I'm, I'm right there with you. We're right in line here. Um, one last one I, I do want to touch on, and we got to take our break, is a lot of people go out there and they jump on these crazy notions. You know, I've told the story a million times that I hit the safety with my entire bachelor, uh, bachelor party team the first time a safety ever hit. Those are fun. A lot of these things are fun. But don't get crazy going for the big money. You know, I had a really interesting Twitter conversation uh, just yesterday with, with somebody, a professional better out there that said, oh, man, I love I love that, you know, someone's going to get shut out at 500 to one. The Rams are going to get shut out at 500. I said, it's throwing your money away. And basically his argument was, well, the Rams are get shut out every 125 times. So I think I have some advantage. I said, yeah, but in the Super Bowl, no one has ever been shut out. Right. And I don't think that 
you know, Zach Taylor is going to shut it, shut this team out. It, you're going for big money. You might as well go buy a lottery ticket and scratch it off, which brings me to the overtime prop. A lot of people love the overtime prop. The overtime prop is giving back, you know, about 10 to 1 or so, depending on where you're looking. I actually would rather do the other way. Uh, Rashad, I'd rather lay 1400 to win 100 bucks because it's not going into overtime. The odds are going into overtime are one in, what, 52 Super Bowls, right? It doesn't yeah. look right. The lines are set for a reason. It's astronomical for a reason, right? The, the sports books are not stupid. They're putting a huge bet out there to bait you into it. And what they do is they get guys that are walking around, have a couple of cocktails in them, fun day, right? <laughs> eh, 100 bucks. Might as well. That might yeah. as well money is just bad spent money. Hey, that's the marketing of it's the marketing of greed that that gets people to make those types of bets. <laughs> but yes, it works it, all the time. It really, <laughs> really is. It absolutely is. All right, guys. You know that is uh, Rashad Jennings, myself, talking about some prop plays. Super Bowl is prop time. I mean, you can't get around it. Super Bowl is prop. Central. Everybody's loving them. Um, I want to break down the game itself, though. Those are my thoughts on the Super Bowl props, but I want to break down the game itself. Look, the game itself, I think a lot of the game itself is being bet on the notion that Joe Burrow is just going to be sacked. And can we all just kind of come to the conclusion that Joe Burrow is going to be sacked? Okay, I'm fine with that, right? I get it. You know, that that's reality. Joe Burrow is going to to go down. He's going to be sacked. It's just what Joe Burrow in this line has had to kind of deal with throughout the entire year. Joe Burrow was sacked 51 times. It's the most in the NFL for a starting quarterback. Joe Burrow was sacked nine times in a game in the playoffs already. But he won that game. And the Bengals had a great year. And that is the difference here. I continue to hear that Joe Burrow is going to get sacked, but the notion that Joe Burrow is like everybody else is being overblown. Joe Burrow will be under pressure. Joe Burrow will be sacked. But he was sacked nine times in a game and he won. Joe Burrow was sacked 51 times this season. He's used to it, if you could at least get used to it. And he continued to win. Joe Burrow will have Aaron Donald and company in his face. But he's proven he can win when that happens. What has not been proven here is how this Rams secondary can hold up against a passing attack of the Bengals coming in. Now, I think that we can all come to the conclusion here that the Rams are the better team. Look, they just flat out are. The Rams are the better team. They have more checks in their column than do the Bengals. But the Bengals have the X factor, and that is Joe Burrow. You know, as much as it's frustrating to watch Joe Burrow get sacked, it's equally as frustrating to be the guy like an Aaron Donald or a Floyd um, to get or a Von Miller to get into the backfield, sack this guy on first down, pressure him on second down, and he makes a third down conversion. You know, that is frustrating as well. Think about how frustrated the Rangers were sacking him nine times and losing the game. That gets in them as well. I think we're set up for a close game. You know, I don't want to give my Super Bowl pick because I don't love the game. And so many times in this business, people go, all right, well, what do you love on the game? You know, I don't love the game. It's a Super Bowl. I hardly ever love the Super Bowl. I trended towards the under until the line fell about three points. And when it opened up at 50 and a half or 51 in some spots, now it's down to 48 and a half. I trended to the under. I kind of like the under, uh, but I don't love it anymore because I think the line is very, very sharp. I think that the Rams are about a three, three and a half point favorite. Um, In my calculations, this is going to be what? Four, four and a half. It's a point difference to the Bengals. I could, I could see 28, 27. You know, 28-27 Rams just 
is about where I'm looking at. I guess if you're giving me free money, I'll take the Bengals. I guess because I'm getting the four and a half points. I do believe that it's going to be a lot closer game than people give her credit for. But I will say this. If it is a blowout, it wouldn't shock me. And I'm talking about either way. Everybody's saying blowout and they're thinking about nothing but the Rams here. I do think we are underestimating this Bengals defense. Look, the Bengals defense went against the number six passing offense in the league and the Raiders shut them down. The top five rushing defense against the Titans shut them down. They held Patrick Mahomes scoreless at home, oh, by the way, in the second half in overtime. This defense is much better than people are giving them credit for. It wouldn't shock me either way. It wouldn't shock me to see a blowout. I wouldn't be stunned to see a blowout, but I do think we will get a close game. I think that Joe Burrow and his ability to take in a sack and his ability to absorb the pressure and still fire it downfield, to absorb the pressure and still not get rattled. I think that that is the key to this game. I think if you're watching the Super Bowl, hey, load up the prop plays. I gave you a bunch of them. The game itself, I think we're going to enjoy a real good game. I think it's going to be close. Fourth quarter with about two minutes to go could be anyone's game. That's what we're all hoping for. That's specifically what I'm definitely hoping for. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed. Please make sure to go check us out at sportsgarden.com, hashtag SGN on Twitter and Facebook as well. And I hope we could have Rashad Jennings back on the show once again. Have a very good day and enjoy the big game, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.